Welcome to the My Crazy Office podcast with the authors of Working With You Is Killing Me, Working For You, Isn't Working For Me, and Mean Girls at Work, Kathy Elster and Katherine Crowley. They're committed to creating world peace, one crazy office at a time. And now, here are Kathy and Katherine. Hey everyone, I'm Kathy Elster. And I'm Katherine Crowley, and welcome to My Crazy Office Overtime. So our topic for today is um, how to ask for help at work. Mm. Mm. And this seems to be a problem. This seems to be hard for people. Mm-hmm. Um, because either they don't want people to know that they're struggling, mm. or um, they think nobody could do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or they think no one will be willing to help them. Yeah. Right. And also maybe you haven't been very generous with your time, so why would it, would anybody help you? Mm. I think there's a lot of reasons. Yes. Right. And I, I know um, uh, a lot of people in high positions think, well, if I need help, then I shouldn't have gotten this job. Mm-hmm. They're not, I'm not as good as I, they, I say I am, so I'm just right. going to work yeah. seven days a week around the clock. Mm-hmm. Yes. But we all know that that's not very healthy. <laughs> <laughs> and it may not solve your problem, frankly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, thinking about asking for help, can it can take many different forms. But I think part of it is uh, accepting that you have limits. Mm-hmm. And that may be the first thing that's hard to accept. If you've been promoted to a new position and it's feeling like you should be able to master everything and handle everything that comes your way, mm-hmm. it may be hard to accept that you don't you don't actually have the bandwidth to do it, nor do you have the knowledge base and you need some support. Right. Yeah, I think you have to look at your workload and focus on the priorities. Mm-hmm. And then the rest can really be done by somebody else. And it doesn't have to be by an assistant or somebody part, you know, somebody full time. It mm-hmm. really can be done by a freelancer. And there's so many um, organizations now that have freelance chief of staff, freelance mm-hmm. uh, fundraisers. I mean, there's lots of people that you can hire because people like working from home now. Yeah. There's a lot of people mm-hmm. that are self-employed. Yes. You know, you may go through a couple till you find the right person, but um, <clears throat> I don't think that you're asking for something impossible mm-hmm. to get somebody to do part of your job. Yeah. And, and the company should pay for this. Yeah. I was thinking that can also apply to if you get a promotion or suddenly you're responsible for a much larger part of the company or part of your department that, that then sometimes asking for help is getting coaching mm-hmm. or getting some kind of guidance uh, to help you sort out this new set of responsibilities and really understand how to navigate the new territory. So again, that would just be admitting that you could use some assistance. Right. right. But you've got to be able to admit it. Mm-hmm. So what's the process to doing that? <laughs> <laughs> process to acceptance. If it's Sunday night and you're still working at your, <laughs> yeah, working all weekend, you're not completing anything, and your family's complaining that you're not paying any attention to them, you probably need some help. Mm-hmm. That would be one sign. Mm-hmm. There may mm-hmm. also be parts of your job that are just not your strength. Yes. Yeah. And that's something that you definitely want to get some help with. Whether Absolutely. They, whether you outsource it or they just support you, something. Right. Um, right. 
But so I think the whole thing with asking for help is that you have to feel confident that you're going to get it. Mm-hmm. And you have to feel as if you're not going to get fired for asking. Right. As if there's nothing wrong with needing some assistance, right? I mean, I'm just thinking now back to when we used to run support groups for business owners. And we used to say, your greatest strengths will be your business's mm-hmm. strengths. Your weaknesses are going to be your business's weaknesses. Mm-hmm. And their job, self-knowledge was very, very, mm-hmm. remains very important because then yes. you find the individuals who will help you with your weaknesses Mm -hmm. and you make sure to engage in the activities that really augment your strengths. So we could say something like that in the workplace, but you have to, it starts with admitting that you're not perfect, (laughs) right? And Mm -hmm. that, or that you have, you may have some weak areas that you may feel embarrassed about even. Mm -hmm. Right. Like you think you should know how to do everything. Right. 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 So that may be a therapy session or two. I don't know. Or a year's <laughs> worth. I don't know. That might, but you may have to be able to get You might yourself. have to outsource. Uh, or right, you could even notice, personal. honestly, you could even notice what it is you're never getting to. Yeah. Right. That you keep, that what is piling up in your, on, on your computer or at your desk. Right. What's the thing you're always worried about and wishing that you had time to do, which mm. you probably don't want to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's one way to see and to identify an area where you definitely probably need help. Right. I think that's a really good clue. Um, <laughs> you know, if you can't get it done, and I know I certainly have those. Um, <laughs> and maybe you're embarrassed by that. You don't right. want people mm-hmm. to know that that's your weakness. Right. right. Uh, but somebody's got to know because mm-hmm. you're going to get in trouble for it anyway because you're not getting it done. So you may right. as well own up to it. Right. Um, as long as you're doing a lot of other things well. Mm. Yeah. Hopefully. Um but I think it, you have to be able to ask. I mean, if you don't ask, you don't get. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's not like they come around just handing out extra yeah. you know, work orders. Like here, oh, I got you someone. It doesn't really happen that way. You right. have right. to go to your supervisor. You have to go to somebody who's in power and say, mm-hmm. I need some support. I need some help here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the chances of you getting it are probably pretty high. Yeah. Right. Well, you can also identify there may be colleagues or coworkers, even staff underneath you who are good at certain things that, right. that you're not. I mean, I'm remembering that we had someone who had, had trouble with organization and he drew on a colleague who was, that's all this guy did was set up <laughs> systems. And so he just brought him in for a couple of afternoons and said, please just help me set up some systems. Mm-hmm. And the guy was happy to do it. Mm-hmm. But he mm-hmm. had to admit that he needed the assistance. Right. right. Now, the thing is, you do have to be good at what you do. Mm-hmm. Right. Like if you're a crappy worker and you just don't get any of your work done, nobody's going to give you assistance. So, <laughs> you know, they're just not. They're, or they'll resent you over the long term. Because they're right. doing your job. Exactly. <laughs> so you do have to do your job. Right. You yeah. know, and uh, ask for assistance when either you have too much work or there's one piece of it that is just not your strength. Right. Um, but you you have to build that muscle of asking. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's the same one that asked for a raise. Yeah. People have difficulty with I that know. one too. Yeah. And there are some people that have no difficulty. That's, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yes. <laughs> Which I would have lunch with them. Right. Um, and find out how they do it. Right. So asking for what you need is always, you know, you well, it, it's it can be troublesome for people because you're afraid of not getting it. Mm. Well, also, now that you're just sparking a, a thought, 
in my brain, which is that very often what I found is that people who are great givers, who actually love helping others, are often very bad at asking for mm. themselves on their own behalf. Mm-hmm. And so that might be another hint. <laughs> right. If you notice you're constantly helping everyone else, but you're not able to get the assistance you need, yeah. right. then you that's a muscle you need to build. I love that idea of building that muscle. Mm-hmm. That's really what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, not to be overused, but just to use it when you need it. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And, you know, look at yourself at home. Do you ask for help at home? Mm-hmm. Or are you the one who has to do everything your way because you're so good at things? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you may be somebody that doesn't like to be vulnerable and doesn't right. like to ask. It's really not vulnerability. It's what, you know, as you mature or, you know, grow in your career, there's a lot more on your shoulders. Sure. So you have to delegate. Yes. Right. And I have another um, exercise you can do, which is very often people who are extremely self-sufficient, if someone offers help, they say, no, 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 I don't need it. Mm. So you, if you're one of those people, you could just practice receiving help once it's offered. You know, you could right. say yes, even if it's something as simple as helping you lift a box or open a door or, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, perform some simple task, but it just sure. practice receiving. Right. Assistance. Yeah, right. I think that's a good idea. If somebody suggests it or offers, say yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, whenever um, I do offer help to people and they don't take it, I always think, oh, you're somebody, yeah, who doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> you don't like any Self-sufficient. Uh, yeah, you're so controlling <laughs> that you, you think you can do it all. Right. And right. again, that's going to keep you small. Right. Uh-huh. The, you want to be able to grow up the up the ladder where your work is going to become, you know, a lot and you're right. going to have to delegate. Right. So this is a really interesting point because then we get to put asking for help in the context of professional development. It is professional well. development for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, that that's part of what you do to make your world bigger. I like that idea, Kathy, yep. and to learn how to delegate and to learn how to get people to support you. Mm-hmm. Right. You may right. be great at playing a supportive role, but you need to be supported mm-hmm. to really take off. Mm-hmm. But the caveat to this is that you need to be doing something equally or more important. Mm-hmm. You know, like right. if you're the person who brings the money into the company, yeah. then you really should not have to be doing the bookkeeping or something <laughs> that, you know, maybe is a waste of your time. Right. So right. you you have to think about it that way also. Yeah. That what is your contribution and you know, you can't do it all and you can't be good at everything. Right. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So just another little piece of this. Yeah. Yes. All right. So we're encouraging everyone to practice asking for help in whatever form is comfortable for you. In the meantime, we'll see you next time, My Crazy Office Overtime. And we hope that you have fun getting the assistance that you need. My Crazy Office is produced in New York City at Key Squared Studios. Stay crazy.